take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from gore glam cheer squads to carb centric sludge bands called Sandwich. I was really proud of that one. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. My name's Phil. With me is Mike. Yo. And Sam. Hey, guys. And uh, Frank's not here this week. Nope. No, he um he was uh he was participating in a in a national oral competition and uh he tried to bite off more than he could chew quite literally and. Mm. He tried sucking one that just split his cheek wide open. So, yeah, he, he has to have some surgery done. Wow. We I wish know, him dude. a speedy recovery. Oh, of course. And if not, Rip Frank, he went out doing what he loved. That's true. I know. But, yeah, um, I guess that uh, I'm up first this week, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's been a couple of weeks. Um, so, I think the only thing I love more than like really good like really good like death metal are bands who list their albums uh with a price of six dollars and sixty six cents and this week this band happens to cover both of those things so you can imagine how excited i was i've actually known about this band for a while like you you guys ever hear a band and think that they're really good but then like they just you totally forget about them and they drop off your radar for like two years and then you finally find them again you're like wow why didn't i why did I forget about this band? Has that ever happened to you? Literally every week of my fucking life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Okay. That, that was a stupid question. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, we're going to listen. <laughs> yeah, we're going to listen to a little bit of a Death Mask Preserver by Cemetery Urn. Tom.
Oof. I love the fucking groove in that main riff. Yeah. I mean, and the beginning segment was almost a little black and sludgy. And yeah. then and it got straight into the death metal. <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like uh I feel like Cemetery Urn or a band that kinda like, you know, they they're they're passed off as a death metal. I think they, they kinda work different hats here and there. But I mean yeah, I mean uh to to anyone who's paid attention to like the just like the underground the underground extreme underground extreme music scene especially in Australia should be should have at least heard Cemetery Urn's name uh they've been around for quite a while now they they've got a couple albums out at this point uh this one came out in uh August of this month well this year actually this just dropped a couple days ago as oh, far shit. as i know uh yeah on the 17th Nice. Oh, and it happened to it happened to pop up in my uh my band camp when I was kind of buying a couple other things. Uh actually when I was buying something that I'm going to be raving and ranting about later on, Phil knows what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, he does, <laughs> definitely. So yeah, Cemetery Urn are kind of one of those bands that were really high on my list for a very short period, like a year like I don't know, a while ago, but then just uh, like I, I saw this a day or so ago, and I took a listen to it. I was like, okay, this is really fucking good. And also, for, hey, for $6.66, I mean, it's nine tracks, and it's just some fucking nasty, gross, grimy death metal. And I chose that clip in particular because it kind of shows a couple different facets of what they do. I mean, you have that kind of slow, sinister buildup, you know, in the first minute or so, and then... You know, the last 20 seconds or so when it goes into that uh, main riff of the song, I thought, you know, oh, that's kind of a cool cool way to show the couple of different hats that this band can wear. So anyway, Cemetery Urn, you can find them at cemetery-urn.bandcamp.com. And this album is called uh, Barbaric, Retri- Barbaric Retribution. And again, the track was called Death Mask Preserver. It's good stuff. Go buy it. What a bitchin' track name. I love it. Dude, all the, fucking all the track names on this album are just... Come on, dude, like, Manifesto Putrefactio, Semblance of Malignant Misery, Tendrils of Defilement. Come on, dude, you can't deny names like that. I mean, when when several of your songs sound like they'd be tools used by Ed Gein, <laughs> uh, I think you're doing something right. Yeah. Well, my name is Ed Gein, and I'd like to say those are indeed tools that I have used to defile many a corpse. <laughs> I don't know. That, I don't think that's actually what... I'm basing that purely on the on the uh, impression that Henry Zabrowski did of him on last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I, I know I know Ed Gein. He's from Wisconsin, right? Or Wisconsin? I think I so. Think he's from uh, I, yeah. His location would be the last thing I remember. I was yeah. listening to Dahmer today. I couldn't tell you where he was doing his fun stuff at, but oh, I'm just I'm just waiting on the third episode of. Uh, Richard Kuklinski. Oh, that that's was one. that's out. That's, that's out. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh fuck! <laughs> Big dog. All right. Well, God damn it! Let's stop promoting other podcasts for people <laughs> to listen to. Oh, you should check them out if you haven't. They are fucking dope. It's the truth. Yeah. But yeah, that's my that's my casual single for the week. Because Word. I want to put I want to put as little as possible between that between myself and the announcement that I get to make this week. <laughs> Fair, fair, dope. Well, Mike, I always feel compelled to bring in three. I don't know why. I know. 
asshole. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, this first one has me more interested than anything. So I'm going to see uh, what you guys think about this first track called Tarnished. <laughs> a fucking clown car of genres yeah a lot of hats were getting thrown around there. I, it was all it was a it was a lot of things shoved into a very small place <laughs> um i yeah i don't know man i need more time with it yeah that's it's, it's I a mean, lot to I'll, take be totally honest, I'll be totally honest i just heard like pretty much straight grind I, I mean, mean I mean, there was. I think there was more, a little more to it than just that. I mean, yeah, it was, well, like little, it definitely but, surprised you know. me with some of the transitions. I think, I think it was. I think it was straight. I think it was pure grind with like maybe some veneer of a kind. I can't really say what, but some, I don't know. Some speckling. Like, speckling. Speckled. Speckled hardcore. Yeah, I mean, there were <clears throat> there were certainly moments um, that were. That, you know, we're a bit more on the, the quote-unquote chaotic hardcore side of things. Sure. They they weren't your typical um, grind tempo changes. No, uh, they Especially weren't. some of the riffs. Uh, and I there were like five different vocal styles in there. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it, it's certainly interesting. I mean, I, I'd have to agree. I think it falls mostly on the, on the grind side. But, sure. Um, yeah, different than, than a lot of what I've heard in the past. Well, I think that it's worth a check out. This is uh, Dagra or Dagra. D A G G R A. Yeah, I think it's Dagra. <laughs> Off the album Setsuna. You can find them at hpgd.bandcamp.com. It's, uh, it's a label page, so it is what it is. Yeah. I wonder if that's like. I wonder if it's like, because I remember seeing an ad on Steam for a game called I'm Setsuna, so I wonder if that's just like a, a fucking anime reference, and like, like if I were to find out that this band is just like full of weebs, I'd be like, that's fucking awesome. I mean, there's a possibility, because it is of like Japanese origin from what I know, but oh. they have it as meaning um, this, like in this moment, or this moment, oh. so I think there's an English translation, but uh, you can read more about it at their band camp. I, I just remember was... that in this moment it was like a really terrible like alt metal band from like the early 2000s. <laughs> I know the name sounded I think familiar. it has a, a female front or something. I don't know. I'm I, not, I, I don't care. Cares? 
<laughs> just don't care. Yeah, let's let's not let's not pretend that any of us do. That's fair. Nah. Moving along, that uh, that was released this year, and they are from Texas. So check out Dagra. Good shit. Next up, I'm going to just play the track. picking up there hmm. it was just picking up there yeah it was yeah. just really starting to fucking dig it and then it stops <laughs> did you pick did you pick this for me mike i, I did like- i did <laughs> a little bit for you a little bit for me because this dude's vocal stylings remind me of nile and nile has quickly become one of my absolute favorites it's God. like barking like a stick like almost rhythmic you know what i mean yeah no Nile's yeah, fucking great yeah by the way, if you, Mike, if you ever get a chance to see Niall live, I highly suggest you do it. Yes, oh, I'd love to. I saw they them. Are fucking great. I saw them. It was a while back now, but they were touring with Christian and I forget who else. But fucking Niall was unbelievable. Oh yeah, dude. Like I'm, I'm willing to bet they stole that show. <laughs> I, I mean, they were the headliners, so. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I thought, no, I thought, I thought Chrissy and were headlining. Okay. No, no. Uh, no, they were quite a bit smaller at the time. Uh, uh, okay. Still a dope band. Um, but, yeah, no, Niall was just fucking absurd. Oh, yeah, dude. Niall are fucking nuts. All right, so these guys are called Dawn of Disease off of uh, Worship the Grave. Now, that was released 2016, but... I was thinking of you, Sammy. So I, uh, I for forwent their uh, 2017 release because this had that little bit more dirt. I know you like. 
I so. do like dirt. <laughs> and, I'm not just, and I'm not just talking about the Alice in Chains album, which I also happen to very much love. That's fair. The, um, yeah. Um, also, did anyone else like? Did anyone else get like a not not really tonally, but in terms of pacing, uh, did anyone get like a bit of an entombed vibe, like yeah. a bit of a left hand yeah. path vibe? Sure. Maybe, maybe okay. not the tone, thankfully, because I'm just going to say it right now. I don't love the Swedish tone, like at least not like the sunlight tone. Okay, I'm not huge on it. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I feel like the the kind of the pacing and the patterns of that reminded me a little bit of Left Hand Path, which I thought was kind of cool. Oh, I mean, except for that just storm of double bass. Oh yeah. So, I'm really digging that. I think you should check it out, Sammy. And uh, if anybody else would like to, you can find that at dawnofdisease.bandcamp.com. That, when did that come out? That came out in 2016. They also have a newer release, and that track okay. was called On Trails of Death. And uh, they are from Germany. Cool. Next, we're going to play Where Are These Guys From? Tom, play the track. so good right <laughs> I, you know i i couldn't help but think error on the fucking on the metallica behind the music when fucking lars is trying to defend like metallica's kind of change of genre and he's he's he said something along the lines of like we couldn't just keep playing faster at forever uh and these guys said well maybe you fucking couldn't <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Holy seriously. shit! It just it it never let down. No, it, it, it just fucking that pace is 
outrageous. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm afraid. I mean, we'll have to see. I don't know how it's going to sound to the listeners. I'm afraid some of the stuff might have got a little muddy. So it's all the more reason to go check out <sighs> Sahan from Chanting for the Fallen. And that'll be at uh, sahan.bandcamp.com. And since I am Gaijin, that is S-A-H-O-N. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that that was the biggest surprise of the week so far. That's why I uh, saved it. <laughs> I, I think, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I, I didn't talk for a minute because uh, I accidentally let that go over and I didn't hear you guys talking. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but, yeah, no, I went for like probably a minute longer than I should have. But I think the award for the single most misleading cover, or at least non-indicative cover, <laughs> like yeah. cover that does not that does not traditionally represent the musical content should go to how do you pronounce this sehon 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 i'm not entirely fuck whatever it's fucking great i like this i, I um this is everything that that fucking teenage phil wanted <laughs> i just i wanted faster and no one was doing it yeah and here the here the fuck these guys are the out oh, of shit. south korea yeah, man. Yeah, like, fuck, dude. Like, I would really like to see these guys live. I, like, I, I bet the, I bet these guys, I bet, I bet the pits at these guys' shows are fucking nuts. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah, I and they get all decked out in like the leather and the spiky hair and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Oh, man. you mean like the the actual spirit of like heavy metal? Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm a big believer in like the the leather denim spikes. Yeah, like that's the kind of shit that should be like i I know a lot of you guys like to pretend like you're too cool for it but you're not cool (laughs) man um i don't i don't know i that that what what am i like that's the show right like i mean i can play some go play some fortnite bring it into that (laughs) um god damn yeah i was gonna say phil how how are you gonna follow this up dude (sighs) I'm gonna try. Uh, I, I don't know. So, the, next, the next band looks pretty promising. So yeah, let's get to uh, it. I mean, this was released uh, last month, and yeah, we hit the important parts. That track was called "Survive." Nice. Right on. Uh, yeah, fuck it, Tom. Roll it.
why. Yeah, that was the track RoboCop off of Procrustean <laughs> Bed by Brainwasher. Yeah, I mean, it's up to the fans to decide what the uh, best bring in the day was, but I really like that. I I wanted to find something so filthy that it, it felt like being blasted by a fire hose with sewage. Yeah, and I mean, I the vocals like that. That's it. So you want you wanted something that was reminiscent of, like, standing in front of a busted sewage line. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're... I mean, at, the, at this very moment, they're, like, tearing through my neighborhood, replacing, like, 3,000 feet worth of sewage lines. So you could always fly out here and give it a shot. I mean, that might... I, might so you're, you're saying that uh, you currently live in the perfect venue to host Brainwasher. Yeah. Yeah. Right out in the So, yard. hey. Yeah, I was going to say, hey, Brainwasher, you know, get at me. Yeah, fly on over from Sweden and uh, play in <laughs> play in Sam's yard. Play play in the park. Play in the park next to my house. I think it would be great. Yeah, you I'm sure, it, I'm sure it would go over really well with all like the hippies, the hicks, and the retirees who live in my community. Uh, if you want more of that filth, you can find it at brainwashergrind.bandcamp.com. I highly recommend <laughs> going to listen to the rest of that because oh, I it's. Will. More of the same. More. <laughs> no, that was tight. I'm gonna have to go listen to more of that. Uh, the next one's, the next one's weird. Uh, cool. I I first heard these guys like I stumbled <laughs> across them, and I hit play on a track, and I was like, oh, I dig this, but I don't I don't know if this is gonna be a main show bring in or not. Um, we'll get to that though. Tom, go ahead and roll this. <laughs> I uh, I like the barber, and I like every time I die, and that band we covered like two years ago. So the the cool thing, so that's a band called Mexican Werewolf, <laughs> and uh, that track is called John Carpenter's Escape from Chicago, off of their album Luck. Um, the first when I when I when I first looked into them, like the first track I put on, I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is some like, it's got some rockabilly vibes to it. 
uh, and I was like, okay, like maybe this is something I'm going to bring in on like side stage. And then the vocals kicked in. And yeah. I was like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever heard <laughs> blended with hardcore. That particular well, track, you're not going to hear it quite as much. Um, but I think the, the one I was initially going to bring in before I heard that one, I believe it's called uh, RoboCop versus Maniac Cop. And uh, <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's straight fucking rockabilly up front. And I was like, that's uh, that's a really interesting fucking take. Like I've 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 never heard it done quite in the way that they've mixed those two before. Uh, so I okay, really well, fucking first dig of all, it. Well, first of all, I can't think of a single rockabilly band I would rather listen to than this. So yeah. take that for what it's worth. But at the same time, like. I don't know, man. I don't think this quite belongs on side stage. Well, no, obviously. Um, no. But, I mean, that's also based off of that track. The The other one I was yeah. talking about, I was thinking that during the first, like, 45 seconds of the song. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, the, like I said, the vocals kicked in. I was like, whoa, like, there's there's hardcore in this. Yeah. Um, it's really fucking interesting. Everything about them, uh, from their sound to their fucking album cover, is really um, something that's very much stylistically their own. Uh, they, they they're they're a big standout to me uh, right now. So I, I really fucking dug that, and I was like, yeah, I gotta fucking absolutely I, have to bring this. I in. always like the idea of rockabilly, so I'm gonna have to give this a shot. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I come from a, a big rockabilly psychobilly background um and that's my so fiance I, goes out to see brian stetzer every year i love brian stetzer yeah he's one of my favorite guitar players yeah yeah i just hate his voice he's a great guitar player but i hate his voice yeah that's fair um but yeah no so i really fucking dig these guys i dig what they're doing uh i also love their fucking their description of themselves uh which <laughs> Of course, this shit doesn't want to load now. Um, they refer to themselves as ugly dudes playing ugly music to other ugly dudes. <laughs> well, you know what? At least they're honest about it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mexican Werewolf. You can find them at mexicanwerewolf.bandcamp.com. Very nice. And that, uh, I, think, I, I think I genuinely might buy this should it's really fucking cool um anyway that brings us to a segment one of the most important my my personal favorite segment which one that would be the brutal bruise oh shit oh shit yeah so uh i was gonna do one thing but then when frank bailed and i was like ah it's something i really wanted frank to be here for i uh i swapped it out last minute uh so tom go ahead and roll that shit Consider my points, one by one.
God damn it. I forgot damn. how much I fucking love these guys until uh until recently. So that, that went fucking hard. That is a track called Breaking All Fingers, uh, by the band Zombie Apocalypse off of their split with Send More Paramedics, uh, called Tales Told by Dead Men. Um Zombie Apocalypse was uh, was a band that is it's a side project of Matt Fox, the guitarist from Shia Lu. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> personally, I think one of the most creative guitarists uh, in hardcore, and he's a huge metalhead. So this was kind of his his thrash side, uh, showing its fangs, if you will, <laughs> and just that like also one of the first times that I really enjoyed uh the dual vocalist okay approach before that i was because this this came out in 2005 and they had uh, an ep i think in 2004 and this really sold me on the on the dual vocalist okay approach yeah i thought i was familiar with this and it, uh, it appears i'm not so that was really really fucking cool it, i mean it was more way more technical than I was expecting, and it had like brief moments of like fun, bright guitar, but then it's also a super heavy song. It was really cool. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> one of those things that 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 Fox is really good at. Um, he can take something in the midst of everything being really heavy mm-hmm. and throw in almost clean, uh, really intricate licks that like that would with anyone else seem out of place. Yeah. But he manages to fit them together like these weird fucking puzzle pieces. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, he's a, he's a very interesting person. Really nice guy. But uh, you know, if you talk to him for a little bit, I think it's one of those things where it's like, oh, there's something a little bit off that I think lends to that creativity that he has. Because yeah. I think he sees things in a way that that a lot of people don't. Yeah. Which yeah. you can see in the song structures for Zombie Apocalypse and in Shy Halud that uh, it's really impressive. But that track specifically goes hard as fuck. Yes. Uh that fucking that that break, that like two second break before it kicks back in, always fucking I get such an adrenaline rush off of that shit. We uh we here at the pit are huge fans of uh grandpa's yes like absolutely i i remember i explained that to my friend's cousin once he uh he was like oh when they just stop everything i was like it's called a grand pause and he's like that's called the best fucking pause (laughs) i was like yes sir you are correct yeah i mean i was sold around the same time on dual vocals with number 12 but i could see this doing the trick too well, especially you got to remember like exactly where I'm coming from where like mm-hmm. I wasn't sold on shit like number 12 yeah, at yeah. the time I was I I needed more aggressive and I was like more just straight fucking shredding. I was still yeah. largely like largely more into thrash than hardcore even though I was getting into hardcore. So Zombie Apocalypse was just like the perfect fucking it, it was such a huge selling point. They do they do seem like one of those perfect kind of bands that like go that exactly going from like thrash into hardcore they th- this band does seem like they would be a great jumping off point and i actually 
I was actually familiar with the name of this band, and it's purely because of you, Phil. Like, I, I only know this band <laughs> because you've mentioned them before. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think... I think I think seventeen year old me probably would have liked this too. Seventeen year old me would love this. I mean, it does all the hardcore things right, and apparently, at a time before, it was like fucking tropey. Yeah, um, I mean, there was certainly something kind of unique about their sound at the time, and it's it's really fitting that they did a split with Send More Paramedics. Yeah, uh, yeah, which you know, just funny enough, they're both zombie themed. Uh, but it doesn't come across as like being fucking gimmicky. No, uh, Devil Wears Prada did that whole thing gimmicky, and they were already gimmicky. So yeah, I mean they're yeah they're called Devil Wears Prada for fuck's sake. And they did that fucking incorporating electronic in the fucking ham-fisted way. <sighs> yeah. Was it, wasn't the Devil Wears wasn't the Devil Wears Prada book? Yeah, and a movie. With Anne Hathaway. Uh, with Anne Hathaway. Yeah. <laughs> it's the truth. And then it's like, we're going to make a brand with that name because. Dude. Dude. Shouts out, shouts out to Anne Hathaway. She's still a babe. <laughs> I mean. I mean, I'm not going to argue that. I mean, did you see her <laughs> in the Dark Knight Rises, dude? Holy shit. Probably. <laughs> Just go, go, watch, go watch that movie. You'll see what I'm Oh, <sighs> Christ. Um, so, uh. What are you going to tell, tell us more, oh, yeah. Phil? What are you going to forget about that? Yeah, so the important part, the fucking <laughs> beer, right? Right. Yeah. Um, this one, I, I went into the store knowing exactly what I was looking for, but not knowing. Exa- like, I, I had the feel for what I needed. I just didn't know what exactly to go with. Um, I knew I was going to go more in the IPA route because I needed something that was that could be kind of light on the flavor while still hitting hard. So, I'll be, you know, like, much as I love a good stout, that's a little heavy for yeah. what Zombie Apocalypse does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this motherfucker that I had never seen before, as I'm walking, you know, past everything, I see a fucking six-pack with a hop, a jacked-ass hop, punching <laughs> through... The fucking name of the beer, and I was like, "Hmm." I pull it out and I take a look, and it's an eight point eight percent, and I'm like, "Well, fuck me! I I think I found the one." Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would be Victory's Mighty Things Imperial IPA. I mean, it's it, getting heavier to lift every time I swig it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the funny thing. I mean, it doesn't taste. If I just if you poured a glass of this for me and I was drinking it. Uh, and you asked me what I thought it was. Yeah, I'd, I'd say like, ah, this is probably like a fucking five and a half, six. Because mm-hmm. uh, flavor, you know, like mouthfeel, flavor wise, it's not. It doesn't taste super boozy. No, it doesn't. Um, but it's a f- oh no, it's an eight point three. Excuse me, uh, which is still <laughs> oh yeah enough to put you on your ass if you're not careful. Sure. Uh, which I think is very fitting for the the zombie apocalypse style where it's aggressive and it's heavy and it's definitely something like and it makes me want to fight people uh (laughs) but at the same time it's not that like it's not necessarily the it's a it's aggressive it's not necessarily the heaviest thing in the world yeah absolutely you know what i mean yeah you're right um like it doesn't even necessarily have the 
the hardcore style heavy. Uh, it, it, it very much exists on the more thrashy side of the crossover uh, spectrum. Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. I mean, <clears throat> I don't think there was a single breakdown to be found, maybe one. It was a lot more like technical and riffy. Yeah, it's not really something that you hear much uh, with um, zombie apocalypse. Which is okay. Even, I mean, even, um, you know, going back to, to Shai Halud, like, you don't necessarily hear a ton of breakdowns in their music. I think that's why I like that one track in particular so much. What of the children or oh yeah i mean you'll 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 hear things that you could consider breakdowns but they're never the stereotypical no no um, not bringing a knife to a gunfight breakdowns where it's chug 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 yeah <laughs> nothing against those either no uh it's just you know once again matt fox has a very unique approach uh to these to these specific genres um which I hope he's he's doing more. I haven't heard anything from that camp in quite a while, so I hope he's working on something. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been since the uh, hate EP. Yeah, hate it's EP. the the, the uh, wow was was that sincerely hated? Well, I know that was a track on there. Uh, I can't remember the fucking can't remember the album title. I have it sitting on my record player right now. Can't remember the fucking <laughs> album title. Um, but, I mean, that was a dope EP, and I'm really hoping there's... I mean, he, he has his habit of taking five to six to eight to nine years to release a new album. It's so, okay. It's quality. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Zombie Apocalypse, Tales Told by Dead Men. Uh, even better, it's a split with Send More Paramedics, so you get two dope fucking bands. Yeah. Get yourself a copy if you can. Um and Victory's Mighty Things Imperial IPA, which um, you know, I was going to say, like, when I first started drinking this, my thought was, like, this is a hot bomb. I don't know that it's going to be for, you know, non-serious IPA drinkers, but the more I'm drinking this, the more it's kind of evened out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm not the biggest IPA dude. Um, I feel like from that perspective it's still drinkable it's not so aggressive that it's like aggravating me it's not it's not it's aggressive without being um horrifically bitter mm. which is a trope that i'm really tired of with ipas <laughs> oh let's yeah, uh can can i can i just ask a, a quick favor of every brewer out there stop making your ipa so fucking bitter like yeah. there are other flavors you can infuse into ipa besides Straight hops. Yeah. Jesus fuck. I'm with you, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a lot of the bitter IPAs, but it, it, it turned don't. into this. Well, that's fine. That's fine. But the, the, like you don't, you know what I mean? The problem is they've taken it down this route where everyone for a while was just competing to have the most bitter IPA. And, and it kind of pushed everything else out of the fucking spectrum. And a lot of the IPAs that I really enjoy are more citrusy, mm-hmm. have certain floral notes. Uh, it, it's kind of funny because it, it, like, as far as the IPA game goes, like, I'm really into collecting knives, and the knife game is kind of around that same region where we're at a point where it's like, every year, why do you keep doing this? What you I mean when you're gonna attack something, you should ask yourself, why am I doing this? And if there's a if there's like 35 IPAs on the shelf that really, if you did a blind taste test, you would lose. Maybe try something else, improve. You know what I mean? Like, 
do something different. Yeah, which I mean, we're starting to see. We are. We, we have been for like the last year. A lot of places Ghosts are doing. are getting big, and that's cool. Well, um, yeah, but even <clears throat> in the like, it's cool that other things are are popping up. But I want to see IPAs change, change, change and directions. It is cool seeing like red IPAs and different yeah. funky things with it that aren't just fucking. Hey, well, this is bitter. Right. That's my total selling point. Uh, while we're talking about liquor, still, uh, my buddy Potts. You had me over yesterday and broke out this uh, fancy bottle he picked up. It was a half liter for $40 called, it was either Dogfish Head or, or Flying Fish. It was Melodious Gin. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. How was it? I don't like gin. I don't. It It's weird. It's okay. I don't like gin either. This so. was amazing because they take citrus peel, like orange peel, and... Then I think finish or age it in rum casks. Ooh. It adds such a body that it still sits firmly as a gin. Like the back note is juniper. Yeah. But everything else balances it in such a way that it's a totally new thing. I- I'm going to have to, because I'm, um, I guess I'm alone here. I'm a big gin drinker, you know, uh, kind of, kind of moved from, I, I still love my whiskey. I can't, I can't pretend I don't, <laughs> but, uh, high quality gins are a bit cheaper than high quality whiskeys. Get after it, dude. It's really good. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. That sounds really fucking interesting. Fucking A, man. Yeah. All awesome. Right. Sam, uh, I know you're, uh, yeah, let's let Sam get to this. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So it's important to keep in mind that the last time that the band I'm going to talk about released anything at all. The last time we really heard from them was in 2004. To, to give you some context, I was a sophomore in high school. It's almost when, half my life. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was like, I was like 14 when the last album from this band came out. So the fact that I didn't discover them until I was around like 17 and that I've been waiting, like, well, not really waiting, but, like, hoping ever since that they would release something new, uh, makes it all the more fucking embarrassing that I didn't realize this existed until, like, a month and a half after it actually came out. And I found it completely by accident. Like, if you remember from when I first talked about this a few months ago, or, like, not even that, more like a month ago, uh, you'll know I'm talking about the new Lord Gore EP, hmm. Cronenberg. Which, no shit, I did not know existed until, like... Because it came out in, like, mid-May. And I didn't know about it until, like, July. And I'm supremely embarrassed about that even still. Because I feel like I should have known right the fuck away. So, you you guys remember the caveat for that EP, right? It was only... like I think there were only, like, 200 copies made... They were only on cassette, and they were only available through Head Split Records, and it was so. Of course, it was sold out like immediately, like it, it was gone like in an instant. Not a single copy left. I couldn't find one used anywhere, and I was like, God, I don't even want a fucking cassette anyway. I fucking hate cassettes. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Sorry about your cheek. I hope it he ain't better. here. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck him and fuck his cheek then. I mean, well, that did happen. It, they, it, yeah, that already happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing I, there's nothing more I could do or say that could make that worse. 
That being said, imagine my imagine my shock when <laughs> God, I hate Paul Joseph Watson. <laughs> this guy's such a tool. He is. Oh God. But imagine my shock at logging onto Bandcamp and seeing nothing other than nothing other than Lord Gore's Cronenberg EP listed available on Bandcamp. Couldn't fucking believe it. Of course I bought it right away. And it's fucking great. Like, ha- having to wait like over a month and a half to hear these songs was a fucking pain in my dick. But and I got ultimately, it. I would say it was completely worth it. So that being said, Tom, why don't you just roll into this track, which is called Entheogenocide. Um, it was worth every single minute, every second from 2004 waiting for this fucking EP. Those vocals are so gross. It's there. It, there aren't many things much grosser than Lord Gore. Um, speaking of which, uh, just just for the sake of you knowing, uh, Lord Gore's vocalist goes by the pseudonym Gurge. So, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Also, there there's one thing I noticed about the cover, which is absolutely as disgusting as the music. Like it 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 depicts a uh a corpse that's had its face entirely eaten off. And I just noticed yesterday there's a fucking old English can right next to its fucking <laughs> and I have not been able to stop laughing about that ever since. It's like, so perfect. What a what a fucking cameo! I, like I, what a fucking cameo! Fucking OE, <laughs> one of those shit malt liquors that I have very very mixed memories of, but still kind of like anyway. I, I, I don't know. I can't tell you. I mean, it it makes me so fucking happy uh, to see Lord Gore come back. Not just like, like I, I'd have been happy if it was if it was decent. I'd have yeah. been happy if they didn't have this sort of showing uh, or or maybe weren't able to still find a way to be edgy and gross without being cheesy, but they still do it. They still, they're as gross as they ever fucking were. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, as, they're as technical as they ever fucking were. Uh, the, the, the music is, I mean, if this, if this fucking came out in 2005, I, I, I'd have been like, yeah, that's, that's Lord Gore. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's fucking perfect. This is like, 
you know, I, I think a lot of people are, are probably going to overlook this because uh, there's, you know, we're talking over a decade now. So there's a lot of, a lot of younger fans who weren't there for them before and probably aren't aware of how huge it is right. that they're, that they're back. I mean, 14 um, years is a really long time. It's a long time, especially when you were pretty underground to begin with. Right. Yeah, Lord, let's let's get this straight right now. If you're not familiar with Lord Gore, uh, I am I am very, very familiar with... I mean, I own hard copies of both of their full lengths, and I mean, I will not. They're like, they're like those albums that I won't lend to anyone, like under any circumstance, because... The thought of not seeing either of those again is like upsetting to me. But <laughs> Lord Gore, Lord Gore are one of those bands who you could tell did not really give a fuck about appeasing anyone. They were disgusting. They were abrasive. They were offensive as fuck. Like their lyrics are fucking like just putrid. Like, they're incredibly offensive, incredibly disgusting, but man, they were so fucking heavy. And at the same time, there was, there's a, there is sort of a level of silly self buried under all the, um, underneath this, I feel. I mean, with, with some of the, some of the goofy samples and like the, the overall style that they go for, there is sort of a tongue in cheek, like, again, level of self awareness that I think a lot of people, didn't detect and i think a lot of people just i don't know i feel like a lot of people just thought they were too cool to listen to this band like they thought they were too good to listen to something like this and i'm like you know what i'm just i'm just gonna fall right in and embrace it because i thought the riffs were fuck especially on the the second album resickened which is absolutely my favorite of theirs and like easily on my my desert island albums the the funny thing is too as much as i was getting into um into a lot of the 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 more serious death metal at the time um when i when i first discovered lord gore um resickens specifically had song titles so legitimately offensive that i made them a hidden folder on my computer <laughs> in case my parents ever dug through my music folder um because it's like oh my god they're gonna think i'm they're gonna think there's something fucking wrong with me yeah they're gonna think you're a school shooter in the making uh, if if it i mean that's that would be the best uh outcome <laughs> <laughs> if if not like i don't know dude like the best way i can describe lord gore to anyone is like just go look up the photos of the jeffrey dahmer apartment crime scene they're like they're the audible version of that yeah i mean i was about to because i again i was listening back through that episode on last podcast and they did reference a picture that it, i feel like you kind of need to see to understand and believe but at the same time shouldn't really ever lay eyes on yeah um and that's exactly it this is, yeah. the, this is the fucking th this is that description is exactly what Lord Gore is they're, they're the name is so fitting because while it sounds really cheesy when you actually get into it it's like oh 
fucked. <laughs> these guys are, these guys are fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it sounds like a punctured bladder is on vocals. I mean, I, I, I share Sammy's excitement, but I'm not as good at being audibly excited <laughs> about things. Uh, so I'm, I it was, I was thrilled that you know, um, I was able to be here this week for Sam to talk about it because holy shit. I mean, and as far as excited, lest we not forget that that old English can. I mean. That's probably the aluminum product found most often next to corpses, and they deserve an award. <laughs> so yeah, shouts out, shouts out to Lord Gore, uh, and shouts out to OE. Like, <laughs> two, two things that I happen to share a strange fondness for. Yeah, man. So yeah, um, to sum it all up, uh, I'm so glad that this is around on uh, and finally available on Bandcamp. I really hope this means we're gonna get another full length soon. Because I would love nothing more than to see another full-length Lord Gore album hit the shelves. Like you, like you fucking guarantee I will pre-order that shit immediately. I, I'm, I'm like, really praying this signifies a, a full return. I, I want, I want a new, a full length. I want a fucking tour, um, preferably well, at the same with time. Cool as an I mean, opener. at the same time, Lord Gore. I mean, Lord Gore. Like they've. In a way, they've technically been back for a while because I know they've been on the touring circuit for the past couple of years. They have, I mean, but it seems to always be small runs in in yeah. weird locations. Like I, I'd like to see, and granted, I don't. And here's the downside: I don't know if it can happen because they've been away for so long. So like, a lot of promoters and venues, even with their name, are going to be like, I don't know if they're going to pull the crowd. So I don't know that they'll get to headline. Um, but I think it'd be really cool specifically to see a tour with them and Ghoul. Yeah. Dude. Because uh, like, Ghoul does name drop Lord Gore in one of their songs. Oh, uh, yeah? They yeah. do. Yeah. Oh, shit. They talk about forming a pact with them backstage at a at a specific event to uh, to keep metal gruesome, <laughs> essentially. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I really if, there, like if there are two bands who would fucking kill... At the same show, it it would be Lord Gore and Ghoul. I mean, I've already seen Ghoul with Carcass, and that was great. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Nah, Ghoul's great. So, live. I'm. I honestly, you know, honestly, maybe that maybe they'll just release another full length and fucking like see how that goes, and if it does okay, and if there's enough interest, maybe they'll go on like a fucking straight up national tour. I fucking hope I mean, so. And you know what? I mean, they're from Portland. They're based in Portland, so they're based right here in my state. So, honestly, if they kick off a tour and play a show in Portland, I will fucking, I will buy a bus ticket. I will fucking, I will bus up to Portland and I will get a fucking Motel 6 for the night and I will just, I will go all the way up to Portland to see them play. Are you fucking better? Let let nothing hold you back. Like I will, no. I will, I will not let you miss that show. <laughs> you better fucking make that. Like I, like it's it's hard for me to scrape money together, but I'll fucking find a way to do it. Like I'll, I'll take contracts if I have to. I'll help you out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you just let me know. Oh, I hope no, it happens. We got one more. All right, so I've one. Yeah, I've gushed about this long enough, so... That's okay. On. We had a short episode otherwise. Yeah. I was counting on this, and that's oh, also why I rambled a bit for Brittle Birds. That's fine. Oh, by the way, uh, you can find this at lordgore1, the number one, .bandcamp.com, 
And uh, for some reason, I, th- I think it's because they've never had a Bandcamp before or whoever made this has not used Bandcamp. All the songs are listed separately. So you have to go to three different pages to buy all three songs, but who fucking cares? They're available. That's all that fucking matters. You know, my favorite so, thing about that is uh, Lord Gore comes uh, like their, their their last album was in 2004, right? So there's a good possibility that they first started doing internet shit and had to like their their MySpace or what the fuck ever had to be Lord Gore one because some fan already used Lord Gore. <laughs> there's no Lord Gore so it's like they just yeah. carried that over and <laughs> <laughs> added the one still regardless. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so uh, good. Uh, but you know what? Lord Gore, you guys are fucking awesome. We love you. And just please, like, if you can, put an album out. I've been waiting for it for over 10 years now. <laughs> yeah. God damn. All right. We got one more to go through. Here. Yeah. So All right. we brought a, a band by the name Sulaco in recently. And we talked about how they had new material coming out. Well, the prize has released 2018. Let's listen to Disguise. was uh that was something else <laughs> i um in reference to their last release i think this was just another step forward even though there was a huge time gap in between same same idea as lord gore maybe a little less uh i didn't have the history with sulaco i really enjoy 
the nostalgia I get listening to it yeah. because musically it hits me <clears throat> w- it, where all the like more experimental hardcore was at like the early 2000s. Yeah, I, I remember specifically talking about these guys. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the fact that, like, one, I didn't know how they completely slipped out of my fucking radar. Yeah. Um, and two, you know, hoping that something new was coming. Uh, and it didn't disappoint. No, it didn't. If you've got nostalgia in your heart for the scene in 2000, early 2000, and think you'd really be at home with this album, I mean, it almost hits me like Grindy American Nightmare or Better Sex Positions or Better Some Girls. Like, it's just, it's good grind. Good power, I don't know. Like, I mean, I mentioned before, I have pretty like mixed feelings concerning the early 2000s, especially. But I don't I mean, know. There was this, a lot of was... bullshit, and I'll I'll yeah. be the first to admit it. But I think there was a oh, lot of yeah. st- like a lot of. I'm not even going to use the word. A lot of really interesting dis- decisions were made, and a lot of really like cool things were tried. I'm guessing. But- Thing you're using interesting in like the loosest sense of the term. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's really good. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, there, there were. Um, <clears throat> and I'm kind of the same way that the hardcore I was into at the time was very specifically not those things mm-hmm. because of that. But you know, the the reality is there's a lot of gems uh, from from that scene and that era. The problem is like. More so than most genres, which is saying something, it is buried in garbage. It was. Yeah. It absolutely was. But you know what? When some things usually get buried, like your your sludges and your black metals, I still feel like, I mean, that's going to be my main, that's going to be the hill I die on, is that they were trying different things, and it, it didn't land often, but... I think that's the thing. I think people latched on to the things that were good and tried to replicate them and just failed. Yeah, that's maybe. like i think that's what a lot of that was and that's where things just get buried because something happens well, it's really cool it gets really popular and then everyone wants to do it but most people can't right that's fair that that could be true well i mean that's kind of just the problem with I, I don't know i feel like that's the problem with a lot of art in general i mean agreed you know there there comes a point where there comes a point where imitation is no longer flattery just like insulting yeah i mean and then i think of the pack fm too many artists not not enough fans yeah yeah he was he hit he hit something there and it didn't just apply to hip-hop right <laughs> the bit where they're getting into a bar f- or a, a club fight and then at the end it's like oh you're pack fm i got a mixtape and he's like motherfucker <laughs> like <laughs> i can't get away if from you guys want to know what we're talking about <laughs> Head over to patreon.com slash from the pit. It's true, man. Five bucks a month for our bonus episodes. I actually forgot to I forgot to listen to the rest of the, the like more of the pack FM stuff, and I think I'm gonna have to fix that. Alright, real quick and then we can start shutting her down. That uh yeah. Sulaco album will be found at Sulaco T L S U L A C O T L dot Bandcamp.com. Alright. Yeah. Right on. Alright. Um yeah, so we managed to... I, I was afraid it was going to be a really short episode, but I, I think we managed uh-huh. to pull that one out. Yeah. Um, so, uh, before I forget, <clears throat> before we close this thing up, uh, let me remind you that you can find everything over at fthepit.com. That is the letter F, 
in other words, thepit.com, uh, you'll find all the fucking, all the different platforms, uh, all the social media. Come yell at us about dumb shit. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam will probably fucking, Sam will probably laugh at you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, just so you know, if you do that, I am going to laugh at you. And I am going to make fun of you, and it's going to be for everyone to see. So, just like for everyone's sake, just think before you think before you post. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like it's like how when people found like when people found your old uh, forum handle back when you used to post on like furry forums. Like we all know that some of the people to. in this audience did. About? Yeah. All right, so we're good. we're stopping that train right the fuck there. Uh, if you really like what we do, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/FromThePit for bonus episodes every fucking month, uh, as, as well as other perks and more things that we plan on working on in the future. Uh, to those of you already supporting us, uh, very graciously through Patreon, we apologize that we haven't done more. It has been a lot. Uh, trying to keep everyone up and on schedule. Uh, we're, we're all yeah. going through things right now, so we do yeah. our best to make sure that we can we can keep providing for you and keep hopefully providing a platform for uh, for these artists who really deserve a lot more attention than they're getting, which oh, is the goal at the end of the fucking day. Right. Uh, so thank you guys and and hang in there with us. We're gonna keep improving this. Um, but yeah, that about does it for me. Um, and there's no Frank here this weekend. Uh, so before you wrap it up, any final thoughts, boys? Um, go buy the new Lord Gory P or else you're a fucking poser. I even put that in the description. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> just, that's just fact. Yeah. So I even wrote in the description of the Trello post, everyone who doesn't <laughs> buy it is a poser. So <sighs> take that for what it's worth. Yeah. And think carefully before you decide to not get this <laughs> uh, alrighty well then it appears that we have arrived at our destination mm. it Ooh. is now safe to unbuckle your seatbelts mm-hmm. good night ladies <laughs>